Welcome back to the Alan Carter Radio Program. I am not Alan Carter. I'm, we established this earlier, Diet Alan Carter. I'm Mark Carcassol, sticking with the topic of the reopening of the U.S. land border crossing. A lot of people want to know, as I asked Sean O'Shea about earlier in the day, what are the deals like? Is it worth it? There's this expensive test to come back, so that's going to take a big chunk out of your budget to head across the border. So you've got less to spend in the first place. So how are things looking over there deal-wise? Is it more worth it to take a lengthy vacation? These are all questions that uh, I'm not asking you because we're over the radio. You can't answer me, and I don't have the answers to, but someone who might is Rubina Ahmed Haq, personal finance expert. Uh, Rubina, thank you for joining us this afternoon. Thanks for having me. So this is a situation that uh, you have probably been watching for a long time as a personal finance expert. Uh, you know, you're probably called upon to to gauge a lot of decisions that some Canadians would want to make like this. So uh, I'll, I'll ask you first off, you know, looking at the situation before Canadians who want to go to the U.S. now, is it worth it? I don't think it is. I don't hmm. think that, especially with the PCR test that costs uh, $200. And this is really for short-term shopping trips. So a lot of people for years, for decades, myself included, have gone over the border for a day, done some shopping at the outlet malls, and then come back. And yes, of course, when you get there, things are or seem to be at least a little bit cheaper. Um, a lot of us do this during the, uh, you know, just before the holidays, so we can uh, stock up on all our gifts and all the other items that we may need. Uh, but right now, because of that, the cost of that test, which you would have to take in Canada before you left, because you're coming back the same day you won't have time to get the test down there right. as long as within that, within that 72 hours and the other thing is more psychological when we travel a certain distance uh to get deals even if there isn't a deal or it's something that we don't need we still end up buying things because we feel like we came all this way we've got to leave with something so there's two things at play the first the first one obviously is something that's temporary it's not going to be here forever but generally speaking, I've always cautioned people to uh, sort of add in all the costs of cross-border shopping, uh, you know, including the gas, you're going to stop for dinner somewhere, you might have to stay overnight in a hotel, all those things. Does it make that jean jacket that you got at 60% off worth it uh, in the end when you come back, as an example? And, and I find, too, just in, in general before the pandemic hit, uh, that, you know, I can remember going on... Uh, trips to the U.S. with my folks when I was a kid, like a day trip to Buffalo or something like that. And it was really cool because at the time there was still a lot of stuff. We're talking like early 90s stuff that you couldn't get here. But there's so much stuff that you can get here that you can get there in many cases. And the prices when you factor in the exchange are roughly the same, if not more. I would assume that that all just sort of factors into the fact that if you're taking a quick day shopping trip, it's not worth it right now. Yeah, you're 100% correct. I mean, we have become more and more global, and that's meant that a lot of the products, like, for example, I used to always go to Payless Shoe Source. I know it doesn't, it's gone bankrupt here in Canada, but that was uh, one place I really liked going as a kid because you could get all these sort of, like, in-trend shoes for quite cheap. And then we got that store here in the States, uh, in Canada, from the States. And we got, you know, a, a lot of other examples, Nordstrom, that we had Target for a short time. Canada Canadians didn't seem to enjoy Target very much, so it didn't last. So a lot of the stuff that you know we used to crave uh, maybe 20, 30 years ago because we simply didn't have those products here, we can get them here. And then because online shopping is so easy, um, sometimes it's better just to order it online and pay the shipping costs. And that's a lot cheaper to do than actually go across and try to look for that item. 
Um, I also want people to be aware that the, the outlet malls that are scattered across the border, all across the United States, are very much set up for Canadian shoppers. And so they know that Canadians are coming into these stores. They want to spend. And so they're marketing to you in that way as well, too. So you may also end up spending more just simply because they're clever in the way that they're marketing these items to you, not necessarily because you need them. There are some um, legit um, plans, though. Like we spoke to Sean, o- Sean O'Shea earlier in the show who talked about he's in Ellicottville, New York, and there's one place that is actually giving you a free PCR test so you don't have to worry uh, about that aspect of it and you save some of that money. But, I, I mean, that's something, again, that's for a longer trip. And maybe what we're saying here is what we're looking at here is that it may be more worth it to take a longer trip, a vacation, than it is to just go for a, a day or two at this point. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're all going to travel outside of Canada at some point, hopefully, um, you know, in the next little while. And it's always worth it to pick up some items that you a can't get here in Canada or are much cheaper in the place that you're going. But you were already traveling there as a holiday. So that's just a bonus that you're you know, you can get uh, like duty free. You can get something a lot cheaper, like a perfume or a bottle of alcohol that is going to cost you more if you buy it here. Um, The other thing, Mark, I want to point out is that it's very difficult to return something if you bought it across the border. And that in and of itself can be a huge waste of money. So if you buy your cousin a sweater for Christmas across the border and it doesn't fit them or the color doesn't suit them, you would much rather have the ability to say, here's the gift receipt, go and return it and get something you like, rather than them having to donate it to somebody. And then you haven't been able to give them a gift for the holidays. And it's gone to somebody that you didn't even intend for it to go to. So that can that's another thing to factor in is that um, I really would not do too much holiday shopping unless you specifically know what you want uh, for that reason. Because if something breaks down or something doesn't work, how do you return it? If someone doesn't like their gift, how do you give them a gift card to a gift receipt to exchange it? That's a very good point. It's something probably a lot of people have not thought about up until now. And that's why you're here. Rubina Ahmed Huck, personal finance expert. Thank you so much, Rubina. Thanks for having me. This is the Alan Carter Radio Program on Global News Radio.